This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. I am Hans. And I am Franz, and we, we just, just want to pop you off. Welcome to Health and Wellness Wednesdays on Rush to Reason. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I used to grab bear claws as a kid, two at a time, and I'd get them lodged right in this region here. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. I'm sorry that I'm fat. All right, welcome. Health and Wellness Wednesday. Happy hump to everyone. You made it halfway through the week, or hopefully you've made it halfway through the week. Myself, Al Smith, with me here during this first uh, segment, I should say, of uh, today's program. Before we get into Al and talking to him, prior this was yesterday's question of the day, which I hate to say I never asked. So it was on the website, rushtoreason.com. But prior to 1935, what was Iran known as? Answer is? Persia. There you go, Al. Good job. Today, you might know this one because Al's kind of in this world. Today's question of the day. For every year a man smokes a pack of cigarettes a day, he shortens his life by how many months? So for every year a man smokes a pack of cigarettes a day, he shortens his life by how many months? Any thoughts? Maybe two months. Okay. Answer that on the RushToReason.com website. And I will I will tell you right now that um, Al is uh, pretty close. Al knows his stuff because that's what he does. Mortality. <laughs> You, you know that, don't you? I, we do talk about that in our business. And, and uh, when I... I shouldn't I, laugh. I shouldn't laugh at mortality, Al. Well, I have conversations... I was laughing at your answer, not at, at mortality. Well, here's something to laugh at. When I have conversations about people and, and we get talking about life insurance, it's an important component of financial planning, mm-hmm. um, I say, well, just before we sat down for our conversation, I checked the mortality rates, and they're still 100%. Yeah, yeah, we're all guaranteed of that, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, and Alan and I were talking. I was on Al's show today, by the way. If you missed that, you can hear it again on Saturday from eight thirty to nine. I would t- I would encourage you to tune in if you didn't get a chance to listen. We had a good conversation about just businesses and planning and the future of and why most business owners don't plan and all sorts of things we got into. Which we'll continue that on because that's a lot to talk about in a. 30-minute time frame, but Al, one of the things that you and I talked about even after that, and I think it's very important, especially in your world, and that is 
and it's the health and wellness end of things as well. It's changing people's mindsets. We talk about health and wellness every Wednesday. Health and wellness is a mindset change in a lot of cases. You've got to want to change to live a better lifestyle. We talked about smoking a moment ago. We all know that smoking, you don't quit just by accident, Al. You've got to be purposeful, and in some cases you need even other help, therapy, things along those lines, because it is one of, if not the most addictive substance on the planet, so people typically need help. And it's a, but initially, you've got to have a mindset change saying, I'm going to quit. I know a lot of people go cold turkey and do things like that, but the reality is you've got to have a mindset change to even head that direction in the first place. Being financially disciplined isn't a lot different, is it? No, there's clearly some similarities there. And um, one of the things that psychologists say about habit, and this has to do with the exercise, diet, uh, everything that mm-hmm. you do or don't do as a result of your discipline, is it takes about uh, 30 days to establish a new habit if okay. it's something you're doing every day. And I would even suggest it might be a little longer. But if you start doing something every week, whether it's setting aside money or going to the gym or eating more a more healthy diet, I think if you establish that in 30 or 30 days or six weeks or something, you're more likely to continue it. And it's sort of like um, momentum. Mm -hmm. Things that are at rest have a tendency to stay at rest. And things that are moving have a tendency to continue moving. And we are exactly the same way. The other thing Al and I talked about in his his show today in the half hour we had together was just the overall planning strategically. What are you looking at down the road? I think, Al, there's so many people that – Literally, and, and, and I know some of them exist because I've gotten some of these emails, and yes, my heart goes out to folks because I, I don't like seeing people live you know, paycheck to paycheck, and, and there's some folks that make really, really good money that are living paycheck to paycheck, which frankly, there's just no reason to do that with proper planning, and that you know this well as I, Al. It doesn't matter what level of income you're at. If you're not planning properly with that income you have, you'll never have any left over. No, you're absolutely right. And the people that I've worked with who uh, are have the most successful retirement, by that I don't mean the greatest amount of income or the largest nest egg. I just mean that their retirement is much more likely to continue where there would be no interruptions are the people who didn't necessarily earn the most, but people who Hmm. lived well within their means, and as a result, they have a nest egg that's maybe three times as Hmm. large as they need, given the amount of income they're drawing now in retirement. And these aren't the people who made the most money. They're people who were the most disciplined. So in other words, they didn't make the most money. They just planned the best. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. And they had a a mindset, and this is like... um, you know, a lot of people who are generation beyond you and me. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents, uh, you know, saved money uh, very religiously. Studiously, very yeah, studiously. Very yeah. studiously. And um, my mother uh, in retirement was living on about $2,000 a month, and um, she saved a good portion of that. Because except for uh, groceries and a few medical bills, she spent very little money. She, she saved, uh, mm. used uh, 
you know, Tupperware that used to be margarine containers and all kinds of things like that rather than buying new Tupperware. Sure. There's, uh, it's always funny, my uh, standing joke in my family, my kids make fun of me because I, and I know I can buy a new box, I, I get it, but my kids make fun of me because I wash Ziploc baggies. And my kids make fun of me because I do that. And it's like, well, if it's, cl- if it's you know, if it's cleanable and I can clean it and reuse it again, why wouldn't I? Not that it's that big of an expense, but, you know, Al, you know, you're, you're sitting there over the sink. It's not a big deal. Wash it, rinse it, use it again. Uh, I totally agree with that. And um, what they uh, don't realize is that the cost of those things, uh, because of inflation, have probably gone up significantly. Yeah. And the other thing is I hate running out of things. Me too. Me I too. hate running out of things. <laughs> and um, I, I call it full row. It's not full row, or it's not full. It's not fear of missing. It's not FOMO. It's full row. Fear of running out. I have that, Al. Yeah. Fear I, of running out. Exactly. And I have money to buy more baggies. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't want to run out. But. But I'm not at the store at the time I'm looking in the cupboard for the baggies. And you've reminded me I just ran out of the gallon size because uh, our church provides all these donuts for people. So I took it upon myself Sundays to bring in fresh fruit. And the young children really love the fresh fruit. And I put them in these little cups and um, I... uh, put the fresh fruit in these gallon baggies and then let some of the people who help with the uh, hospitality put them in the little cups. And um, I used nice. my last gallon so baggie. More. I, need, I more. need more. A fear of running out. There you go. Well, and folks, uh, you don't want to have full row when it comes to investment and retirement down the road. You don't want to run out. I mean, I mean that sincerely. And I know, and Al, talk, Al and I talked about this during his program today, uh, retirement is not in the Bible. Uh, I'm not a big guy on retirement, but what we mean by retirement is when you get to that point in life to where you're running life, this is how I look at it, Al, you're running life instead of life running you. And I mean that in so many different ways. It's not just money, it's your time. It's all the things that you want to do and invest in. And the more you've positioned yourself to where you're controlling it instead of it controlling you, then you don't have full row. Boy, you're absolutely right. Um, And uh, I think the difference between uh, a lot of people as they get older uh, and I know people who are working into their you know late 70s and early 80s but not because they need to because they choose to and choosing to work or uh, to be extremely active in, in volunteering or tutoring or something mm-hmm. um, th- that's a choice that people can make if they're not concerned with having enough uh, money how do folks get a hold of you, Al? Oh, you can reach me at 303-744-1128. And if you'd like a, a good picture of what your retirement can look like as you get closer to it, or if you're already in retirement, see how your money can go a little further, give my office a call. And thank you for having me on, John. No, I appreciate I, I it very much, I love listening Al. to your show. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, me, thanks for having me on your program as well. High Five Plumbing is up next, folks. And again, much like Al, they want to make sure that you are handled, that you're handled well. Their customer service is of the utmost. And they're also looking for help. So if you're looking to get into a different field or maybe you've been working for a different plumbing agency and you'd love to work for somebody that treats their people highly, uh, you know, that's that's Levi and Cassie at High Five Plumbing. 877-WE-HIGH-5, 877-WE-HIGH-5 or klzradio.com.
Your main drain, a.k.a. your sewer, is crucial to your well-being and the state of your home. And when your main drain line is out of commission, the timely and quality completion of the work becomes your top concern. That's why you can't just trust anyone with a project so important. High Five Plumbing makes effort to prove that you can trust them. Their service techs go through three different trainings in a week, one general, one technical, and one service-based. They ensure their techs for your peace of mind. When you need to replace your sewer line, making the decision of what company to go with is high stakes. High Five Plumbing puts their principles in action, showing you reasons to trust them instead of telling. Don't wait until your drains are backed up, you smell sewage, or your home is damaged by leaking pipes. Call High Five Plumbing, 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Folks, anymore, every time I open a door or a window, I think of Dave Bancroft at Veteran Windows and Doors. And have Dave out. He can actually look at your windows, your doors, figure out what he can do for you to help you when it comes to making things more efficient inside of your home and actually live a more joyful life. They call it Joy Score. 303-529-0720 or klzradio.com. When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at klzradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. All right, that phrase I coined with Al a minute ago, FORO, fear of running out. You don't want to do that with your money later on in life when you're trying to slow down. Have Al Smith help you with that to where you don't end up with that. 303-744-1128 or klzradio.com. A trustworthy advisor who is well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. All right, Rush to Reason. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to us. We appreciate it very much. This is our health and wellness edition on this Wednesday. 
And again, we've got a couple of guests. Uh, I should have mentioned this earlier. Uh, we'll be talking to Dr. Syed Hader here in just a moment. We've had him on in the past. We're going to talk about monkeypox. And then Dr. Julie Gatza, who we've had on many times in the past. We're going to talk about food, food handling, what foods most people don't handle well. In other words, what they get sick from. And uh, we'll talk about food prep and all those different things. She is the co-founder of the Florida Wellness Institute. So we'll get into that with her. And then if I've got time, I've got one more topic after that. But uh, we'll just wait and see how much time I have as we get a little bit further down the line. Richard Battle, of course, will be joining us in the second hour, The Real Split in Society. I've also got a special guest that will be joining us at 4.30, A.J. Rice, who actually is one of our publicists. He books a lot of guests for us. He's written a new book, The Woking Dead. How Society's Vague Virus Destroys Our Culture. And then, of course, at 5 o'clock, I've got a full lineup for you as well. We'll have Dick Morris, which he's been on with Bob Ducal here at our Detroit station here recently as well. But Dick Morris and I will talk about not only his new book, The Return, but we'll also be talking about just the whole attitude inside of the GOP Trump. We It's not in my notes, but I am guessing we will get into what happened here uh, uh, Monday night that Andy and I talked about in depth yesterday. So we'll get into the uh, Trump House raid. We'll get into that with Dick as well. So again, a lot of things in store for you. I'll have time in that last hour to take some calls as well. So uh, be sure I'll make some time. I'll set some time aside for that as we had a lot of calls yesterday regarding a lot of things that we went into with Andy and I. And we will see whether Andy turns out to be correct in his predictions. There's some things that have already started to happen today along those lines where that may very well be the case, but time will tell. That's all I can say. Oh, and by the way, uh, the National Crawford Roundtable will be tonight. Normally, we replay this first hour at the last hour, but uh, we will we will be listening to the National Crawford Roundtable. Are we ready, Charlie, or not? I'm not. Can you put him on hold so that I can pick him up? That would help me out. Thank you. Sorry about that. I didn't know. Dr. Syed, I didn't know you were waiting for me. I apologize. I went a little long there on my intro for the rest of the show. How are you today? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good. Appreciate you joining us, and welcome back. And, uh, man, the globalists are ready to roll out monkeypox. I talked a little bit about it last week on my program. And what you're saying is be prepared, not scared, which, by the way, I think is good advice. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I think, you know, looking at what happened the last two years with COVID, we kind of know where this is headed. Yep. Um, it looks like the same exact setup as COVID. You know, we have, you know, this... Um, you know, this new diagnosis, this new illness, or a new variant, at least, of an old one. It looks like it's probably been bioengineered because genetically it's, like, it's drifted, you know, too much to have just happened naturally from the from the last known variant of monkeypox. Um, and, you know, there was this uh, tabletop exercise, just like there was with COVID, you know, with Event 201. The, the same thing happened with monkeypox. And incredibly, they predicted nearly to the day when it would start, you know, spreading um, in May of 20, you know, 22. And so, um, you know, I think we need to be aware that they're coming after our freedoms again. Yes. You know, the tabletop exercise recommended, you know, masking and lockdowns, even though we know it doesn't work and it's not necessary for monkeypox. You know, all you have to do is isolate the active cases. Well, and, and really quick, for everybody listening, because I, I get this question quite often as well, and I'm sure I don't explain this correctly, uh, Dr. Hader. So if you would, explain the differences between an airborne virus like, you know, like, like Omicron or, you know, COVID, even the original strain of COVID versus monkeypox. Yeah, so airborne viruses, they are transmitted in microscopic, tiny, tiny particles. So you breathe out and it's coming out, you know, there's a little bit of, um, you know, moisture coming out on your, you know, on your breath, and that can spread an airborne virus very easily throughout a room. You know, a cough can definitely do it. 
Um, so it's aerosolized. You know, it's an aerosol, and okay. the viral particles are there in that aerosol. Whereas something like monkeypox, it spreads. It, it does not enter those aerosols. Okay, it can't spread in those. It's going to spread from direct contact with the lesions, or if somebody you know goes to the bathroom, doesn't wash their hands, and they get their hands covered with some of the you know the the fluid that's coming out of the lesions that are infected. Okay. Um, if you come in contact with that fluid, if they go and change. That's how you're spreading it. It could be on, you know, fomites, which means like clothing, um, and and your surroundings, right? Somebody who has it could spread it to the surroundings, and you could pick it up from there. Um, so that's the way this one spreads. And so what's really so really quick. So I'm stop you for just one second. Stop for one second. I have, again, I'm a novice, not a doctor. So is this a lot like when we were kids with chicken pox? It is. Yeah. Okay. Um, that 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 that's kind of like. And, and what's concerning. PCR cycle counts are too high. We're going to go from barely any testing to way too much testing. Okay. And so we're going to have all these, like, fake cases. And, you know, a lot of people who get, you know, COVID shots, they end up with these skin outbreaks that could very easily be mistaken for uh, okay. monkeypox eventually. Okay. Um, and, and especially if you go and take a PCR test with a, you know, too high cycle count, you have, you know, a rash or something because of a COVID shot. Now you have a positive test for monkeypox. Uh, now all of a sudden... You know, we're we're looking at a you know another case epidemic or pandemic, and you know it's just very concerning that they're coming for the freedoms. Um, but you know, all that being said, I would still warn people that I, I just you know I took COVID far too lightly in the beginning. I ended up with long COVID. It lasted for over six months. It was no, it was not fun. It was not pretty. I didn't know what it was in the beginning. Um, finally, I got over it, and now I'm seeing you know lots of people, young healthy people even, and especially who get severe long COVID and, 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 you know, COVID shot injuries. Um, but long COVID is the most, you know, um, it can be very debilitating for people. So, And, and is that know, really quick on that one too, Dr. Said? Is that, is that genetically driven? Is it just how somebody's lifestyle is? I mean, in other words, have they determined at all who gets long COVID versus who doesn't? Or, or is there any studies on that at all? Yeah, we don't, we don't know yet. You know, some people were perfectly healthy and like peak health, right? They were even like competitive athletes, CEOs, like very high performing individuals who've never had a problem with anything in their entire life. Um, and then they come down with long COVID. The only thing I've made a connection with is it, it seems to be some people who exercise a lot can actually trigger this. You know, usually exercise is healthy. But with long COVID, you probably have the spike protein in your body triggering some low lying inflammation and it takes a few weeks maybe a month to get rid of it. And while it's around, if you go and do something that, you know, may normally be healthy, but it does cause inflammation, you know, exercise causes inflammation and then you turn off the inflammation and you get stronger. But with long COVID, when the spike protein is around, some of these people end up, you know, triggering an out of control inflammation and then ending up with long COVID. So I do see it with people who tend to exercise a lot. So I tell people not to exercise for 30 days, but when they get COVID. The reason for bringing this up was just that, you know, now I don't, you know, I don't take these things lightly anymore. So if there's any suspicion that something may be a bioweapon, we don't know if there's a long monkeypox waiting for some people, right, at Mm -hmm. the end of this. We don't know if it's going to spread from, you know, gay men to other people, right? Maybe a new variant, you know, is released or develops, you know, out there in nature. Um, so, so we don't know what this is going to end up being. So I think people need to, you know, boost their immune system, take some supplements, 
Um, and there is one herbal product um, that was actually tested against monkeypox, which we've developed. It's called Ceracenia purpurea. It's a purple pitcher plant. It's found in the wild here in North America. Um, and it was actually tested in 2012 against both monkeypox and smallpox and found to effectively suppress both viruses as well as the IV drug that's available in the U.S. Strategic National Stockpile. And those, you know, the drugs that are available for smallpox, um, they've never actually been tested against smallpox in human beings. Nothing has because, you know, it's been gone for so long. Um, but even those are, are very difficult to get your hands on. It takes like 40 minutes of paperwork for me to prescribe one of those drugs for someone who has monkeypox. I can't just send you a, you know, your prescription to a regular pharmacy mm-hmm. and expect you to get it. Um, so, so that, you know, is going to cause some severe limitations unless the, unless the CDC changes those rules around, you know, prescribing those drugs. Um, but again, you know, everything is kind of on the same playing field. Uh, you know, this herbal supplement has the same amount of testing almost as these drugs that are being prescribed. Um, so anyway, people should know what their options are and they should boost their immune system. A lot of stuff that we learned from COVID applies to monkeypox, you know, vitamin D, getting some sunshine, um, you know, vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, it's in all these things have antiviral effects and they boost the immune system. So people should continue to be prepared, but don't be frightened. And, and we should really insist on no more lockdowns ever again in this country, no matter what. No more lockdowns. And in this case, especially given what you've talked about with monkeypox, the masks are irrelevant, correct? I mean, they're irrelevant for even COVID. I know, but I mean, so, this even goes one step farther than what they've been already, correct? Yeah, and, you know, the CDC, uh, you know, is saying, like, oh, theoretically, you could spread it, you know, if you are, like, one inch away from someone's face for six hours. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's not what you base public health recommendations on, you know, some kind of ridiculous, you know, thing that no one ever does. You know, who stands one inch away from someone else's face? Who, who even kisses somebody for six hours? It's just Nobody. something that you don't do. So, yeah, um, masks are a ridiculous thing. And yet they were part of that, you know, tabletop exercise for monkeypox. So I'm sure we're going to see them come back. I mean, COVID's not gone yet either. And so, you know, that's one other reason for them to continue insisting on it. Uh, but these are really just crowd control measures and, you know, propaganda measures, you know, things to frighten people and get them to agree to give up their freedoms. And, you know, a lot of people come to me and they're like, you know, we're not going to go through that again. We're not, you know, people are awake now. They're aware. You know, if the mainstream media starts pushing this 24-7, people are going to get frightened because monkeypox looks a little frightening. It does, and 10% yes. Of people end up, and they, they end up hospitalized with pain 10% of the time. Currently, in this monkeypox outbreak, 10% of cases end up hospitalized for pain management. So it's quite painful and, you know, kind of terrible looking, right? And it can last for weeks. So um, it's one of those things that, you know, if you're going to develop a bioweapon to take down a country or an economy, this is the way you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you develop something that um, that overloads the healthcare system, right? right? You right. know, if 10% right. of every case goes to the hospital for pain meds, you know, th- this country is going to shut down. Agreed. I mean, it's just not, the, the economy is not going to run. It's not going to work. You're not going to be able to get into, you know, a hospital if you have a heart attack, right? There's just going to be too many patients. And and so now, you know, when there's a plan, you know, a plan or like a exercise like this published, I, I take it seriously, you know. Mm-hmm. When the World Economic Forum publishes something, I take them seriously. I take them at their word, you know, if they have a, you know, 2030 agenda, you know, I think we need yeah, to be aware of what that might be. I agree. And, and be prepared for it. We'll have you again back in the future. This is great, Dr. Syed Hader. And what's a website folks can go to to find out more, Dr. Syed? 
Sure. I recommend everyone go to mygotodoc.com. You can register for free, get free information, get free medical advice even. You know, all you have to do is register as a patient. And and again, you don't have to pay anything to register. You can check a little box saying, you know, I'm not interested in, you know, requesting a prescription or anything. I just want some information. And I think that is what people really need. You need access to the real, you know, the real information from somebody who knows what's going on and is not, you know, Hoodwinked. Yep, agree. <laughs> no, agree. Company. That's why we keep having you back. We'll keep doing it. I appreciate your time very much, sir. I really mean that. And you've been a great asset to us already. And we'll keep having you back. I do appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having You bet. Me. Have a great night. And again, it's a, by the way, that spelling, it's S Y E D H A I D E R. So Syed Hader. And it's my go to doc. Dot com. I just went there. We'll have that link up on our website a little bit later tonight because this hour, again, does not replay. So if you want to listen to anything more about what Dr. Syed said or if you want to replay this for a friend or relative, uh, feel free to do so. Go to rushtoreason.com. We'll have it up later tonight where you can actually listen to our uh, recording of what we just went through a, a moment ago. KNR Home Transitions is next. Call the ladies if you're thinking about buying a house, selling a house, transitioning. You name it, there's still opportunity out there to do that. Don't let the uh, the news media scare you when it comes to that. 720-437-8210 or klzradio.com. Renting is not an investment. Catherine and Robin, co-founders of K&R Home Transitions, want you to focus on building your wealth through a home purchase. By continuing to rent from others, you're robbing yourself of an investment that gives you potential to grow your wealth. Equity is capital in your home and you can build that equity up over time. You want to increase your financial worth, so why not also do that with your home too? With help from K&R Home Transitions, you can learn how to climb the property ladder to turn a profit. Once you're invested, you can use your equity to keep moving upward with help from Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions. Get ideas that build the financial momentum of your home investment with experts like Catherine and Robin. So, Kick off your journey and start building your wealth wisely with K&R Home Transitions. Visit klzradio.com home to invest in your home. Denver IT Security, make sure that your network is secure, that your business is secure, all of your assets as in customer list and information and things that you just don't want to have be made public, those are secure as well. Again, one of these breaches could cost you substantially to the point where uh, if you don't have insurance for this, which by the way is expensive, you don't have insurance for this, you may very well find yourself in a heap of trouble. So don't let that happen to you. DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ or go to KLZradio.com. Keeping your company's email system safe from hackers requires constant vigilance, meaning your staff needs to be kept aware of the signs of this threat. The team at Denver IT Security will customize a program helping to prevent mistakes that could lead to costly email infiltrations. Business email compromise or email hijacking is a growing problem. Hackers log into your email system, read through past conversations, Then start a conversation with one of your contacts, pretending to be you. They may send an invoice to be paid through a wire transfer or ask for sensitive information to be provided. By changing some settings in your email software, they keep these conversations hidden so you won't even know it's happening. Some will even change the phone number in your signature, hoping the victims call them, thinking they're calling you. To learn more about this growing threat, schedule a free consultation now at denveritsecurity.com slash KLZ. Now is the time to stand up for life. Now is the time to stand up for women facing unplanned pregnancies. 
Now is the time to support pro-life ministry Save the Storks. Your monthly gift will help us put more medical units, called stork buses, on the road, giving women the choice to choose life for their babies. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month. Please don't wait. Go to SaveTheStorks.com now. Your business is eating you away because it's eating your time away. John Rush with Rush Media Consulting can help you by turning your business into passive income. Time is energy and money. So set up your one-on-one Rush Media business consultation and ensure that your business runs itself. Otherwise, you just own a job. Chances are you're working too many hours. You need to preserve your valuable time because unlike money, you can't get it back. The longer you spend on the fence about what to do, the less time you have. Do not squander the precious moments you have with your family, doing things you love, and enjoying life. Your business is your living, so it should let you live. John Rush at Rush Media Consulting gives you the chance to take the value of your time seriously by making your business work for you. Email John Rush right now to set up a free business consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's J-O-H-N at rushtoreason.com. Or visit rushmediainc.com. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. And my next guest, as I said earlier, Dr. Julie Gatza back with us. Dr. Julie, how are you today? I'm good. How about you? Doing great. Thanks for joining us. And uh, she is co-founder of the Florida Wellness Institute. If you haven't listened to us in the past or it's the first time you're joining us, also naturesources.com is the website where you can go and find some of the things that we'll talk about during today's program. And we'll have those links up on our website a little bit later tonight. But when it comes to food safety, Dr. Julie, there are some key factors Some can, you know, we all can control. And the reality is, and I, you know, you, you kind of don't think about this much, or at least I don't, but a lot of people get sick because they don't do food correctly, right? It is true. I mean, there is, except the option of, you know, when you go to Mexico and possibly did some of the mistakes you weren't supposed to do. Right, right. And, and I guess at times we forget about those things even here. And some of it is really, it's just basics and common sense and things even we were most likely taught by, you know, mothers and grandmothers, but we tend to get lazy and forget. Yeah, it's true. I mean, one of the major ones is just, you know, keeping a separate cutting board for your poultry. It's usually the one that you're going to get the most problems with. So if you're cooking, you know, cutting poultry on a um, cutting board, if you're not going to have a separate cutting board for it, you must wash it with hot water and soap so that when you put vegetables or anything else on, you don't carry over bacteria like salmonella. And that one is really, that, that one is much bigger than even the red meat and some of the others that you could get into. But the reality is, is it's true across the board. I mean, I've learned, you know, over the years by just having different guests and so on that, you know, keeping things clean and then we'll get into the temperature end of things and cooking and so on in a few minutes as well. But keeping things clean is a big deal, even keeping your hands clean. Yeah, hands clean and also the knives that you use. You want to make sure that you're switching up knives and, and, um, and you know, hot water and soak as well. Talk about cross-contamination. That's another one I think happens and people don't really think about it when it is happening. So, you know, with that same thought is, you know, you're cooking your chicken, you're cutting it up, you're making it in small pieces, and maybe you're making a stir-fry, so you're doing the same thing with the vegetables on the same board. Not smart to do, even if you're going to cook them. Keep them separate just just because. You don't want to mess that up. Um, The other one is when you take a baking sheet out, um, maybe to go grill, you maybe put the raw chicken on on that sheet. Right, right, I do. You cook chicken, put it back on that sheet. 
and now you've just um, put possible bacteria on the cooked food, so that's going to cause a problem. Yeah, you either need and two then, sheets, so one that's clean to put the cooked food back on, or you better be washing in between. For me, it's just because you've got time, chicken takes a little longer and so on. I just go wash the sheet and bring it back out dry, and you're ready to go. That's right. And, you know, the thing about this is, is we have a system that's supposed to be working quite well so that we can break down all the toxins and bacteria, and we've got an enzyme system in our body and our gut that handles a lot of this, but when it becomes overwhelmed, when we aren't having as healthy of a digestive system, we're more susceptible to this. And, uh, you know, one of the things is if we're not making enough digestive enzymes, we can't break down the food itself, and then we also can't handle the toxic mm. load that just was put as far as, you know, some of the bacteria. So we're really are, putting our system on overload is what you're saying. It's, you know, our systems are already are on overload yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Good point. I would say all the patients that I've seen in the past 31 years, when the gut isn't working properly, you pretty much have ill health, and that's where we start with everyone. Okay. So it's not even on overload. It's like super overload is what you're doing. You're just, you're, just, you're, you're really just taxing it to the point where it's just stressed and can't handle it anymore. That's right. Got it. Makes sense. Temperature. And this is a big one. And again, I've had even food specialists on in the past to talk about this, but there's some friendly, friendly reminders. And, and by the way, everybody listening, we'll talk about these temperatures now. But if you forget any of these, we'll have them up on our website. But if you forget, Dr. Julie, th- these, these things are readily available. One quick little Internet search, and you can find all the temperatures you and I are going to talk about. That's right. So I, I forgot. I have sort of a memory on it, but I do know that um, you're going to turn them off to me. But the fact is you should really have a small, cheap thermometer. You yep. can get in a, a yep. digital one. You can go old school. But once you start getting good at that, you don't have to necessarily use it every time. Now you know how long it really does take to cook the poultry, and you can see it by cutting into it. But, you know, just to make sure so you're not serving it raw in any level, um, get a little thermometer so you can get it up, I think, to 165 degrees with poultry. Poultry is 165 to 170 is kind of what the what I've always used, and it's in my notes the same way. You know, beef, you know, folks, again, that one really kind of comes down to, to preference, but typically you want to be above about 140, 145, and then you can go up the scale depending upon how somebody wants that that meat done. But you're safe as long as you're at around 145. Uh, you know, most burgers and stuff, Dr. Julie, again, I, I'm not, even though I like my red meat, you know, medium rare, I like a hamburger fully cooked. I, I just don't like that soft center, I guess you could say, that soft, cool center of, of hamburger. So I like to have that right. one a little bit a little bit up. Um, and then, you know, this is another misconception, too, by the way. This one on, on the ham side of the fence or on pork, a lot of folks think that needs to be cooked like chicken. Actually, We've got now a system in place in the United States of America, especially where our pork is much more sanitary, I guess is the best way to say, Dr. Julie, than it used to be. And that's kind of an old wives' tale. People back in the day would say, no, you got to go 160, 170. Man, that pork chop better be burnt or you can't eat it. No, that's not true anymore. You can eat that a lot more rare than you used to. Yes, you can. And it's, you know, for some of us who are a bit older, we definitely um, have a hard time rethinking because we were brought up with cooked the heck out of it. That's right. But that, those days, because of the way we've really, to, you know, to the credit of the food industry, they've done a much better job of, of controlling that and the sanitary. And I've been through some of these plants that do this and the sanitary conditions that are in most meat, meat processing plants are all, I should say, Dr. Julie, if they're, if they're FDA, you know, handled, which the majority of them are. Uh, the reality is that they're super suit. They're they're safer, and I don't think folks really realize this. They're safer than most people's kitchens. 
Yeah, I would have to agree. They really are. I mean, the, these things, you could eat off the floor in most cases. They're they're that good. All right, talk about once we've you know cooked and we've done things and so on, but even as we're getting things prepped, maybe you're going to go out to a cookout, you're bringing the raw meat with you. Talk about the multiple coolers and how that works. Well, use a multiple cooler, one for your beverages, the other for your, um, your <laughs> meat. But, you know, as, as long as you've really packaged up the meat carefully, then you can put it in with other things, but you definitely want to put it in a Ziploc that is nice and clean. A lot of people will not necessarily think, um, I, I think it's just simply, you know, not taught at a school level, really. We forget about these things. We don't have home ec and things like this anymore. But, you know, you're putting your beverages on the bottom, you're covering it with ice, and you put your, you know, chicken package, which has the juices leaking down into the ice, yep. onto the top of what your beverages are, and you're in for problems all night. Yeah, and, you know, we, we really haven't mentioned this much, but getting any kind of a foodborne illness is not fun. I know it's short-lived, but it's not fun either. It is not fun. I got salmonella in chiropractic school, and boy, oh boy, I was I was wiped out for three days, and it was during finals, so <laughs> I can't tell you. I did great on all those tests. Oh, it's awful. I mean, that, 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 there's nothing worse. I, I'm sorry. There's nothing worse than that feeling. It's just awful. You just you literally feel like dying almost. You're just like, okay, get this ended. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And, and I think most people yeah. that have been to any kind of foreign countries and picked up a bug and most of the time that's a foodborne illness I mean, again it's the exact same thing we're talking about right now those things happen okay so we're all we're all through this we've got our meat we've got things done we know how to cook we know how to eat everything properly now let's talk about you know probiotics and, and fermented vegetables so um fermented vegetables are on a lot of um ethnicities foods because of the fact that they help to break down um a lot of the food on the plate so you've got sauerkraut and germans and you've got with um, the ginger on the side with the Japanese foods. Mm-hmm. We've got parsley we use, and mint is also used, and pineapple with um, meat is also a very good um, digestive enzyme to break down the protein. So these things aren't just decoration. They're not just weird from their culture. These are actually things that way back when they knew would help with digestion. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of my passions because when you get digestive system working properly, um, you really do have your health back. So... I've been giving high-quality digestive enzymes for the whole time I've been in practice, and I find that that's more important than a multivitamin because of the fact that you can get all the nutrition from your food if you have a digestive enzyme as compared to trying to take a multivitamin and mm-hmm. hoping you hit the, you know, the, lotter on, the lottery on that. Also, if you're gassy or bloated or indigestion or heartburn or um, constipated, all these things can be helped with a high-quality digestive enzyme. The one that I use is called Absorbate. It does have the probiotics in it as well. If you, um, it also has a, there's two different types. But the fact is, when you handle the gut, whether you're a young kid or an elder patient, you really do handle how your nutrition is getting into the body, and you can help with joint pain and mm-hmm. weight problems, skin conditions, and you know digestive disorders of every kind, headaches, and all these different things that people don't rec- recognize as a gut problem first. Talk about germ-proofing some of your recipes. This one, you know, I don't know that you and I have really ever talked about this one in the past with antimicrobial spices. I This is new to me. What is all this? I, mean, I would say that the biggest one and most probably well-known is oregano. And the oregano oil and you know, Oregano itself has antimicrobial, antiviral properties. So it's something that, you know, really does um, make a big difference with people. And you people have healthier guts. They have they are fighting things off faster. You know, even to the point that, um, like, activated charcoal 
is something that you should always have in your medicine cabinet. It comes in pills, and it's dark black. And when you feel like you have any type of food poisoning upset and going towards food poisoning, you take that, and it helps to neutralize that. Also, these digestive enzymes, the absorber, will do the same thing. You start mm. just taking loads of them, and they break down toxins, poisons, and viruses. Peppermint is really good for digestive system as well, and also has um, antimicrobial properties that help out. Where do folks find, I mean, is this on you guys' website, naturesources.com? Can they find all that information, or is there someplace else they need to go to find what you just talked about? No, they should go there and um, read about it. You know, we give all this information, and I've done it for years, and it's wonderful to be smart about it, but it's even better to actually benefit from it. So, you know, read about it, educate yourself on it, and then do something for yourself, because it's not normal to have gas, bloating, indigestion, heartburn, or any of that in common. But it's not normal. It means you're not breaking down the foods that you're eating. They can also go to the 1-800 number, and if they use the code RADIO, they can ask for some free samples or 20% off their first order. And that phone number is 1-800-827-7656. All right, one last question, which I think is you know kind of important to mention, and this is something where those of you that, you know, let's face it, we're still summertime here in Colorado. We'll have big barbecues even over Labor Day weekend. We're not out of it at all. Game day stuff's coming up. People tailgate. There's still a lot of time left, Dr. Julie, here in Colorado when it comes to people doing these you know activities where you may be around other people cooking food and so on. And what I will say is you need to also be watching for, not be – you know, not be that person that's hovering over and, you know, I'm not saying that, Dr. Julie, but you need to be aware of what other folks are doing, how things are being cooked. And if you think some things have not been handled the way we've been mentioning through this last 15 minutes or so, you kind of need to just, in a nice way, avoid some of those foods. Am I right, Dr. Julie? Yeah, you know, I haven't thought about that as a good piece of advice. That's brilliant and true. So, you know, watch what they're doing. Usually the experienced barbecue guy knows better, but, you know, you might have some younger person helping out that didn't know the rules in the kitchen or out there. So, you know, I guess you do have to be more aware. And the other thing is keep in mind potato salad sitting in sun yep. is not just the from it, it's the onions as well. Onions sitting in sun have uh, uh, properties that actually can hurt the digestive I did not know so that. I'm different. learning again. Yes. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, I yeah. knew it shouldn't be sitting in the sun to watch that. I didn't know that part of it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And you, even, you know, onions can absorb toxins. So even the old wives thing, which is true, if you put a half of an onion next to you when you're sick, it will turn black because it's absorbing toxins from the body. All right. Okay. Okay. Again, folks, we're not trying to scare anybody off and definitely not trying to make you the party pooper, if you would. But the reality is, you you know, you don't want to leave a party and not feel afterwards. There's nothing more miserable. And, and again, most hosts, you know, and, and you can do this, by the way. And let me just show, I got a couple of minutes here, Dr. Julie. I want to share something with you. And this is how I learned some of the cross-contamination end of things. I was actually, you know, cooking and I had a good friend with me and I was doing some different things and I didn't realize I was doing some of the cross-contamination that you're talking about. And I had a good friend of mine that just basically in a really nice way said, do you, do you want to learn something? And I said, always. And he said, do you realize you're cross-contaminating your food? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, you're going to, you, you had chicken and some beef and things all on this plate and you're now having that on the grill, but you're now going to put all that back on the same plate all the raw meat was on. I said, yeah, okay, so what? 
And he said, well, <laughs> here's why you shouldn't do that. And he explained the things, of course, that you just explained. So my point is this. You can even instruct in a really nice, kind way on what to do to keep people healthy without being that guy. Right. And that's a nice way of approaching it. And you're right, you know. I mean, unless you've been taught it, it's not like it's just common data that you just know because you just had to be taught it. And if you you know, not much of a cook and... You know, a lot of people aren't these days. They're, um, it's kind of brand new to them. That's right. And especially the whole, even in the cooler thing. I mean, we've all seen those things happen, Dr. Julie. It's just be aware, note it. Again, don't be a jerk about it, but you can learn. Some, you can use some of those things as a learning lesson. If it's a big, huge gathering, you know, sometimes maybe you just avoid that area and not eat those foods. Dr. Julie, always a joy having you. I really appreciate it. You're always just warm and welcoming, you know, with us, and you teach us so much, and I'm very thankful that you join us on a regular basis. Uh, my pleasure, and thank you. You're very welcome. Have a great evening, and again, it's naturesources.com. That's the website, and again, 800-827-7656, code radio. We'll get you some free samples and some discounts as well. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next, folks. They want to take care of you, your vehicle, and much like health and wellness on Wednesdays with your body, your vehicle needs taken care of as well. klzradio.com, 303-841-1071. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com extreme. Promises kept. All right, group insurance analyst is next. And again, health, auto, home, business, you name it, they can take care of all of it, e-gia.com or klzradio.com. Finding the right health insurance plan can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more in medical costs out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of ACA health specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs and at the very best premium. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local, hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is a qualified health insurance plan, dental, life, or vision insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, the only place you can get an advanced premium tax credit to lower your premiums. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner, and he wants to come to you. That's why he's mobile, 720-394-6887, or find him at klzradio.com.
Don't let your family go nuts over your stuff. KLZ's mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, sees it all the time. Just when you'd hope your family members might be sharing fond memories of you after your passing, they suddenly descend into the most infantile arguments, the repercussions of which could last years. Families go a little crazy when a loved one's stuff gets involved. Save your family from themselves. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, today. Make your final wishes clear. Hey, if you've got any problem with your air conditioning or your heat and you want to get that fixed before winter, ask about the Quiet Cool system as well. That'll save you $300. Well, it's a $300 savings right now on the system, but it'll save you more than that and pay for itself in a short time. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, 720-526-0231. It pays off to be cool when you make an investment with a Quiet Cool fan system. You keep the heat away and get your money back in energy savings. You get a return on your energy efficiency when you get a quiet cool system installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air that pays for itself with how much money you can save. Quiet cool systems save you between 50 and 90% on your air conditioning costs. The motor inside works efficiently to pull hot, stuffy air out of the house and replace it with clean, fresh air. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, whole house fans, including your new quiet cool, are the most energy efficient way to cool your home. With the energy savings from your quiet cool installation done by the experts at Absolute, you'll be paying yourself back for years to come. Invest in energy efficiency now. Call today at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, in closing for this health and wellness hour, I may come back at a later time and talk more about this, but most of you probably have already heard Bill Mayer, who is not a conservative. He's very much on the left. But of late, I think he questions some of what the left does. Now, is he doing that just so he can become more popular himself, or is he genuinely concerned about what the left is doing? I think it's the latter, not necessarily popularity, because he's pretty popular on his side of the aisle already. He's becoming more popular on our side, though, because he recently said something like this. He says we need to stop encouraging people to celebrate being fat. In other words, this whole shift of, you know, even ads and models and there's even mannequins now in a lot of the different uh, stores and so on where it's almost like we've gone the opposite direction where not only is it not good to fat shame which by the way it never is but we've almost gone the other direction to where it's celebrated if you are and as somebody that has struggled with their weight their entire life i will tell you that ain't helping i'm just gonna tell you right now telling me that it's okay to be fat it's not okay. I am, and I know it's not okay. I mean, I'm one of those people that has struggled their entire life to maintain weight, keep weight off, eat the right things, all of that. I'm not one of those guys with a super high metabolism. And by the way, ever since I stopped playing football in my early, you know, late teens, early 20s, the weight came on. It's just my nature. It's in my DNA. And so I've had to watch it my entire life. And nobody's ever had to say it's okay to be fat because I know it's not. I know that health-wise, for anyone, being overweight is not a good thing. 
And there's, there's study after study after study in the medical community talking about that when it comes to diabetes and heart disease and all sorts of different joint pain and on and on we go. So Bill Maher coming out and basically saying that this is dumb. We need to stop this encouragement and celebration of being fat was actually a shock to me because that is anti-left. Because the left basically says, do whatever you want. Be what you want. If you want to be fat, be fat. In fact, we'll celebrate you being fat. I will never tell anybody that they're fat, but I also will never celebrate the fact someone is, myself included, because frankly, it's just not healthy. And it's sort of like the smoker. I had a pastor one time tell me that, you know, I don't preach on smoking because I don't have to. Every smoker knows they need to quit. Quite frankly, every person that's overweight knows they need to lose weight. I don't have to tell them. But we do something on Wednesdays every week to help you in those areas, and I hope you get something out of this because it's my goal to make sure we all live a healthier life, and I mean that sincerely. Guys, again, if you missed any of this, catch it on the website, RushToReason.com. Otherwise, Richard Battle will join me next. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.